sir. Happy New Year. Welcome to the A Show with Justin and Mills. We're the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Our first episode of 2021. Mills, how you feeling, bud? I'm incredibly sore. How are you? <laughs> what, are you what, you went back to the gym? Did you start running again? What did you do? Um, all right. So how do I make... It's not actually a long story, but I'll, I'll make it short anyway. So I went, I've been going to the gym for probably about a month now, which is fine. You know, I'm trying to get my strength back. It's not there. The pandemic has totally wiped out all the feats of strength that I did on Instagram, like for the past two years, completely gone, wasted. Um, so anyway, I go to the gym and then a personal trainer that works in my gym, he was like, Hey, you want to do something stupid? And I was like, what kind of stupid? And he was like, I like that answer. Come on. So (laughs) I, he has this wheel of like random workouts and stuff. So he's like, spin the wheel. So I spin the wheel and I spin it really shitty first. And then he was just like, I think it ended up being like toe touches or something. He was like, nah, spin it again. So I spin it again. And I get 50 jumping jacks. So I'm supposed to do 50 jumping jacks. So I not got 50 jumping jacks because jumping jacks is very like light. It's whatever. Even though some other person came by, I was like, you need to do them faster. And I was like, bro, it's jumping jacks. Like, relax. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Um, so he's like, oh, you want a free workout, a free personal training session? I was like, OK, normally I wouldn't take it because I'd be like, I don't really want it. I didn't even know that that's what I was winning. But I said, you know what? I'm down to learn something new from somebody else. Let's do it. So I say, okay. And he says, the personal training, I'm just going to teach you how to stretch. And because a lot of people don't know how to stretch, it's really good for before your workout and after your workout, it's good to stretch. I'm like, okay, great. So fast forward to maybe like five days. The meeting is pushed back like about two hours randomly throughout the week. It's like, it was supposed to be at noon, ends up being one o'clock, then it ends up being 145, et cetera, et cetera. I woke in 145. I see the trainer walking out of the gym and I'm like, hey, bro, we have a training session. Like, where are you going? He's like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, Well, I got to run. So hold (laughs) on. And then he gets another person training. He's like, yo, could you handle him for a while? I'm supposed to do this, but I got to run, et cetera, et cetera. So I get to this other personal trainer. And he's like, what are your goals? I'm like, just to lose fat and stuff like that. So like all that stretching shit goes out the window. And he's like, we're doing high intensity interval training for your legs. And I was like, fuck, I haven't worked legs in so goddamn long. So what proceeded was half an hour of him kicking my ass with random training and stretching and and lunges and all this other shit. And I was just like, wow, I... My legs were shaking. My back was aching. All types of shit from the Kaya song. Like, it it was fucking the worst feeling ever. And it was only a half an hour. Yeah. And and then I went home and then I just lied down for the rest of the day. And I haven't been back to the gym since. But (laughs) um, I was inspired by that. All that pain was just like, you know what? Maybe I need to step shit up. Maybe I need some try something new. So once my once I can safely bend over and and bend my knees properly i will head back to the gym but that is why i'm sore and yeah that's my new year's uh that happened legitimately on like the second day of the year so i could recommend a lot of wcw shows that you could have watched instead of doing all that (laughs) 2018 raw instead of doing all that every single week all 52 weeks of it well you know 
I like working out. I like the challenge of random stuff. I like challenging myself uh, physically because, you know, there's not much I can do at this point. Um, but that we has can... been my week. How's, how's, how's your new year been thus far, my friend? Fuck me. Fuck, fuck that. Filled with binging. Uh, filled with... I got a new car last week. Pretty cool. Okay. Pretty cool thing. Okay, my, listen. My first, like, my first, like, big boy, like, luxury vehicle. Big no. boy car. Okay. Luxury ve- Every everyone remembers their first luxury vehicle. Yeah. You never you never go back. You you never uh, you never turn your back on that. But I, I, I you know, I only say this because if not for all of the hard work that I put in every single year, I wouldn't Absolutely. be able to do that. you know, so it, it's good to it's good to celebrate yourself and spoil yourself, especially, you know, in the midst of this. And I've been blessed. Like I know, know a lot of these A checks these A show checks are hidden, by the way. I know, but you know, I'm I'm extremely blessed to still be able to kind of move up, you know, even in these crazy ass times. So like, it's not lost on me. So I did that and turned around, and you know, I donated uh, a lot to uh, to food insecurity shelters. And uh, I think I want to put a couple of uh, a couple of links in the description for this episode for anyone who's able to. I know it's the new year after the holidays, but if you want to give to people who are, um, you know not able to to you know to eat or, or or find means to do so in this terrible pandemic then you know there'll be a uh I'll, I'll probably put some links in there so that you can give as, as i've given because you know you always got to give back and um pay it forward you know so i've been doing that and you know what i've been watching are you the one meals i don't know why i'm <laughs> i don't know why um, but it doesn't oh, no, surprise no. me considering the 90 day fiance and like locked, locked up love or whatever the hell you watch. <laughs> I've been watching it's trash TV at its best. I've never screamed in my TV so much. I've been doing that. I've also been, I, I'm up against a time, a, a time limit here now meals as, as well. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but power Rangers are after five years being taken off of Netflix at the end of the month. <sighs> almost, almost every season being taken off right when you know right when i really get into it you know now i'm gonna have to turn around and, and figure out what's going on but um i'm really upset about but we it. knew this was gonna happen once other things started getting streaming services and stuff and they want their stuff to be exclusive and sort of stuff so yeah i figured paramount, i figured paramount uh i figured paramount was gonna try and, and boss up because hasbro uh has taken the, the franchise and they're gonna reboot it in two years so in two years 2023 is gonna be a new movie and a new series that connects to them to the movies so that's never been done before all of these shows as you know power rangers they're all connected to a japanese show that they adapted from so it's gonna be really interesting to see how they do that but yeah i've, I've been doing nothing before uh I, I got one more week off and then next week it's back to the grind absolutely well you know what congratulations to you on that new car you deserve it you deserve uh you know after I'm gonna say you're getting paid from the A show, so you deserve it. After much, much years, I can't wait to walk out my apartment building, and then you present me with a new car as well for all the hard work that I've been doing as well. But maybe we'll get there one day. Who knows? You will. I believe it. I, I, I believe <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop running and start driving. That's the only thing. You got to stop. Well, running. I live in New York. I don't even need to drive. Driving is driving is the ultimate luxury in New York because you really don't need to drive. You could just take the shitty train service everywhere. Yes. So. Shout, out to, shout out to Rob, ugly New York. He don't he don't he drives, okay? He <laughs> yeah, drives. That motherfucker living he in drives. luxury. He drives. Oh, shout out to Nelson me. too. You didn't 
did Nelson tell you that he passed his driver's license test and he now he's going to look to get a car to also be on wheels? And, and is he almost like thirty? Why are y'all? Why are y'all doing this so late? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, f- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Run the time flag on the play. Nelson is not almost thirty. Um, but also, I mean, yes, he's. He, I mean, he's closer to thirty than like twenty. But like, he's not almost thirty. And then second of all. <laughs> Second of all, you don't need to drive here. I don't know what part of you don't need to drive in New York. You don't need to drive at all. I would just have my L's just, you know, just to have it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all wilding out there in New York. What is wrong with y'all? Why do you need? Have you seen? I mean, I know you know what traffic is, but it's not worth it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the traffic that you're saying is not worth it is probably a, a Tuesday to me out here. I mean, I mean luckily, luckily this year I'm gonna be living a lot like you guys do because I'm all remote now. Every job, you know, right now is remote. So I'm 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 a remote marketer now. So good for you. Good for you. Let's this is this is what we dreamed of. It took an entire pandemic for us to get here. But this is what we've all dreamed of for the rest of our lives to be working home. This yeah. is what Homer Simpson dreamed of in that fat episode where he had to wear the moo. Wow, you you are a Simpsons encyclopedia, my friend. I know a lot. I know a lot. We should probably get to stuff that happened in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's run through no holds bar. I, I just, you know, these are these these are times where we can just shoot the shit with each other. But we do have more serious pressing issues to talk about today. Uh, not a lot happened over the over the last uh, over the last couple of days in, in wrestling. I mean, obviously New Year's. Uh, there's a there's a huge week, of course, uh, in wrestling this week. You got Wrestle Kingdom uh, nights one and two, which I'm currently slugging through. Not it doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it. I'm I'm really enjoying night two. It's just that you know there's a lot of stuff going on. It's a weekday. Um, I'm watching night two of Wrestle Kingdom night one. Um, eh, two match show to say that bluntly. Uh, me and Cyrus will be reviewing it later this week. For our uh, as yet unnamed New Japan show, so stay on the lookout for that. Meals, I know you probably watched night one, or you watched two of the matches that we told you to watch. I watched one of the matches on night one, and <laughs> that is all that I watch. Um, I, I I was trying to get it in before Raw. Uh, I only managed to get through. Um, what's my man's name? Okada versus uh, Osprey. Mm-hmm. So I managed to get through that. Of the interesting little bout didn't get to the main event definitely didn't get to night two um what if all right so here's about this let's let's do a preview for this unnamed show that is will formally be known as the g show but you know unnamed show what yeah. are the matches that people should watch on night one, Russell Kingdom uh and I can I can tell I can tell people how I scored it without actually reviewing it um, I scored the last two matches, Osprey versus Okada at four stars each, uh, Naito versus Ibushi being the main event. I scored that at four stars as well. Um, a lot longer of a card than the one tonight, but the, the, the card on night two so far has a match of the year contender and Shingo versus Jeff Cobb. So I'll say that right now. So if you haven't caught night two yet, I would go right to night two, maybe catch the main event of night one, then go straight to night two because there's a main event. There's a match of the year contender right there, right when the main like uh you know main show starts. So 
Um, I'm really enjoying Night 2 a lot. Right. There are a lot of issues with New Japan that uh, are exasperated when you do two night shows with a thin roster like this. And uh, it, it definitely will reflect that <laughs> with the, with our review. So um, Night 2 is definitely the strongest of the two cards so far. I'm Right now I'm watching Takahashi versus Ishimori and, and they are killing it. So um, when that's done, me and Cyrus will have the review out to you guys uh, this week. Okay. All right. Well, listen. That's your little. Uh, that's your little preview. That's all we're going to do for New Japan. Sorry if you wanted my thoughts on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I heard. I heard Jay White says that he's done with New Japan. You think this is real? Is he? Is he? Is he playing me? Are we going to see him in the United States often, or or, or sometime uh, in 2021? It's Cap. It's cap. Uh, I think this is all story, uh, all all storyline stuff for New Year's Dash, which is tonight. Um, New Year's New Year's Dash is usually their reset for the year. Uh, that's where all the big stuff happens, big uh, turns, big returns. Uh, a lot of things are going to be going on on New Year's Dash. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I I am privy of the results of the main event. I have not watched it yet. Uh, that's the next matchup. It's fifty minutes long. So. Uh, Wish me luck, <laughs> but uh, knowing the the results of that, you could probably guess why he's saying uh, he's he's done with New Japan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Now you make me not want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, you the, the, be- the better man won. You're wilding. <laughs> You're wilding. <laughs> You're wild. Oh my god. All right. On the line. Do you want to keep this raw stuff to when we talk about the main show? Is it yeah, let's keep- do that. Let's do that. We should we should talk about a lot of main show stuff this episode because we haven't talked about it in like three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've taken a break largely. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on, which I thought was, was very uh very cool and a very a very nice sentiment. Um I, I really know that i really like to see uh, amanda huber the wife of uh brody lee who passed away uh tragically almost two weeks ago um she posted a statement on her instagram <clears throat> the uh the other day or actually i think it was yesterday uh about you know his relationship with the wwe you know of course there was a huge tribute show last week that had people literally flinging insults back and forth <clears throat> to you know start another you know there's nothing that wrestling fans won't start a war over <laughs> and and then you know we now see that that is that is absolutely true uh, with the Brody Lee thing. Um, I just want to read uh, the statement. I think it's really, really cool uh, what she said. She says, um, so many people expect myself and my family to hate on WWE. The fact is we don't. We never have. My husband absolutely got frustrated because he wanted more than they had envisioned for him. That didn't mean that he hated them. The frustration didn't change the real and genuine love that our family has for pro wrestling. WWE gave my plat- my husband a platform and enabled him to live his dream, a dream he almost gave up on. He was able to travel the world in his dream job. He got to entertain millions of people. He got to build a beautiful life for our family. He held singles gold there. He won a belt at WrestleMania. He ticked so many dream-, dream life boxes there. He just happened to want a little bit more out of his career. That's why he left. Not out of hate. Not because they're an evil company. He left because his vision didn't match theirs. The most incredible thing he took away from uh, his time in WWE was the people. The people he cared, uh, carried with him until the very last days. It wasn't one company versus another. Little Brody loves wrestling. We still watch wrestling every week. We would tune in to see Uncle Boom Boom, uh, Cesaro, and family, fr- uh, family best friend, Big E, people that transcended the lines of friendship into family. People in the WWE watched my kids grow up. They loved my husband so much that they welcomed my family into their arms. They became my family too. 
The flood I've loved, the flood of love I received from the WWE is real and it's beautiful. In my husband's final moments, the people that surrounded my family were wrestlers. Companies did not matter. Please, I beg you, stop trying to create a divide in wrestling. Uh, support for wrestling, love for wrestling, live your life like Brody in a way that people speak like this. And she put a video of Biggie uh, speaking about Brody. Beautiful statement, I have to say. I think that's incredible. I think that's a very um, well put together. And, and I think it it lends more to the legacy of Brody Lee, John Huber, um, and then also just his old family and just what the, the best, maybe what the the best part of what pro wrestling itself, while we, you know, we talk about it every week about the personalities and the egos and all this other stuff like that. At the end of the day, they're pa- they're just as passionate as you and I, and they just love wrestling. And I think overall, they just want to see, you know, people continue to fall in love with what he loved and not grow this hate for it that has seemed to fester over the last number of years with a lot of the internet stuff going on. So I agree with her love pro wrestling. Um, enjoy pro wrestling you know try to just to do the best that you can and, and if you don't like something just don't even watch it do like justin where he doesn't watch AEW. <laughs> he just is constantly yeah, just told about it what's the point like, but, but that's the thing like if you don't like something why would i sit and watch something that i know i'm not gonna like just to complain about it on the internet that doesn't make any sense that i don't i don't say i don't watch marvel movies at all <laughs> i'm not sitting on the internet complaining about them uh, I thought it was cool. I, again, erasing the stigma that that Brody, you know, had any type of ill will towards the company. I think it was pretty much as he said it was. He wanted more, and she confirmed it. And you know, that's where it was. That's where it was. And and I thought that it was it was really a really nice thing for her to say and to talk about because there were so many things that went unsaid. And I'm and she's been clearing the air about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of crazy things. You saw the Bruce Mitchell uh, article, right, Mills? Woo! Got him out of here. <laughs> that, that motherfucker's crazy, okay? He is a wild, he's a wild sick. boy. <laughs> he's so People wild. Are People are so detached from like reality human empathy. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it is it is it is very wild. And and he got fired for it. And you know, there's people that are still caping, but uh you you know how you know how that go. You know how that go. Um, you do. let's, let's talk about something that, that bothered me. What I'm not going to do this week, we're not going to do, sorry if this offends, because there's something that offended everyone this week that I think we have to talk about. And did you see this, uh, okay. Ryan Satin tier list? <laughs> I did. I saw both of them. Not only did I see the SmackDown one, I was then, you know, we were then showed the raw one. I was like, there's another one. <laughs> he doubled I'm down. Yeah, why didn't you do T, uh, NXT? Like, <laughs> what's going on there? Um, I mean, tomorrow's another day, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> some some big some big uh, hitters here. Sasha and Roman being April, and he did this by by grades, but it's a tier list, which is weird because it could just be okay. But A plus tier for SmackDown, he says Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks. He says A is Seth Rollins, Bailey, Daniel Bryan. Put Kevin Owens at a B plus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, the main thing, like you said earlier, the main thing that pissed me off about this thing is that the tier list is by grades, which is not a tier at all. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. S tier. The S tier is supposed to be the top tier, then it's the A tier, then the B tier, then the C tier, et cetera, et cetera. Clearly, does not understand how what tiers work. Yeah, what are these pluses, bro? Like, that, that's yeah, weird. what are the pluses? Like, what are they? What are they? Are they just like a little bit better? You, you could have just put one, two, three, four, five, six if you wanted to do that. Um, well, he says he makes sure to say that this is not a list of who I think is better than who at wrestling. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. It's based on sure. Being, it's based on who's being presented on TV right now. I think I okay. think Biggie's Biggie and Bianca are a little bit higher than a B on TV right now. I need no? to let me. I'm trying to find this list again. I'm um, gonna. I'm gonna I'm going to send you the link. I'm going to send you the link. I, I, uh, I had Please do. Okay. It, it's I a see weird the raw one. It's a weird oh. list. It, it really is. Like, even though I won't agree with that, I wouldn't put Jay Uso at a B either. He's on TV every single week. Yeah. It's weird where it's just kind of weird. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's a weird way to kind of place everyone where they're at. And we've done something. I mean, we haven't done like this per se, but because we we do when we give grades, we give actual grades. Like we give grades on how people actually how we feel about them, all types of things put together. We don't give them on a sort of tier list. I think the tier list is taking it to another level. And first of all, Seth Rollins hasn't been on TV for like a month, a change. Yeah, so I don't a know month. why he's and he didn't return. Like Street Profit should be an A. They haven't even lost like that. Yeah, that is weird. They are definitely a face of the company, right? Like they, they, yeah. I, I, it's weird. It, it is, it is really a, a very weird distinction. I mean, no, no knock to, to Ryan Satin, but it, it just looks funny. Like the Raw one is even more hilarious because the A plus tier has like Charlotte who just returned. <laughs> like little, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, when you're a plus, you're a plus. You know what I'm saying? And the ratings are crazy because a plus means biggest stars in the company. How's Alexa a- Bliss and A? Alexa a- hasn't done anything. No, no, no. But, but he says A means main eventers, and she's an A. B plus could be booked in main events. B could be in mid card title contention. So if Biggie huh? has, if Biggie has a mid card title, just as Bobby Lashley does. He should be in B plus, but instead, Big E is on on the B tier, right? This list confuses me. It's so and makes me angry. Also, also, (laughs) no. Also, uh, (laughs) also B. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's on B. Yeah, like (laughs) Braun has not been there in lord knows how long and he is ready for he 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 could have a mid-card title like what where's otis on this let me see let me let me go back to the list where's otis on this otis is um he's he's not listed he's not listed he's not listed see inaccuracies right there how is otis not here did otis just evaporate and then it's like f means chasing the 24 7 title but you know, 
Mickey James. Why is that? Yeah, like Mojo Raleigh. Like one thing that is interesting is that Otis isn't here and he's featured on TV every week. But Laura Sullivan, who has been on TV in weeks, is 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 also on this list. Like who? who what? What is this? I mean, clearly. On the smack- someone interested in. On the, on, the, thing. on the SmackDown side, I, I think the I think that the the grades throw this all off. I think that it's not yeah. fair to put the grades there. Who could contend for a for a main event? It doesn't matter because there's some people that, that that could contend. It was just not time for them yet, or it's just not that's just not their role right now, you know. So you know why would why would we do that? Like because I mean on SmackDown, yeah, Sasha's an A plus, but so is Bailey, you know. So yeah. is the, so is the street, street profits. Hey, Kevin Owens is literally trying to get. The main belt. Why is he a B plus? <laughs> he is he he main events every single day, uh, every single week. It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. I'm not fully sure. Like I said, if you can't really tell from this list, offer it by just looking at it. How everything kind of shakes down, it it throws people off. That F thing definitely throws people off because F means fail, and you're you're mistaking tiers for grades, and you just. Your whole wi- the wires and everything is crossed. Like, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, maybe one day we should do our own tier list. Well, we, we have the well, well, you know, we have something bigger than that. We have the A list coming soon. Mm, the A list. As we talked about, as we talked about last week, the A list will be the greatest wrestlers of all time picked by us and a brain trust of our most trusted friends so i've gotten i've gotten texts i've gotten um dms about like i need to be on this panel or whatever because i need to help determine this so i think the a-list is could be something this year coming this year when not sure yet but it's coming this year we gotta we gotta get all these people sit down in a in a virtual room and, and and hash this out Who's the, who's the greatest of all time? But I, I think the, but this this tier list only proved to me that there is such a need for a list like this, and curated by people like us, real real ones like us. Big facts, absolute facts. Um, this is this is this is too delicate to be decided by a clubhouse room. If you're wondering, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Whatever. It's, it's but yeah, this tier list. I'm not a. I'm not that of a fan of it. I respect the idea of it, but then one, you're not giving us any new information because you're just kind of. It would have been cool if you said, "Here's where I'm. I'm the you know. I'm kind of the person who's kind of." Determ- not determining because you don't determine anything, but I want to say where I believe people are at, where I think their potential lies, where I think they could be, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all types of things that we actually do when we get consider our grades. Um, but instead, he made a list that kind of just like plainly kind of defined like plainly, but not so clearly, but not so forward to you like define like okay this is main event this is upper mid card this is mid card this is lower mid card and it's like so you really didn't really do anything yeah. you didn't make a conscious thought or anything of like here's where i think like street profits are in a because they've done this this that that in the year and a b c d and that's why it's an a you just decided i'm just going to label mid carters and main events and give them grades as a and call them tiers so i could have got i could have got thought through maybe he needed a a, a uh 
a brain trust trust yeah (laughs) (laughs) he needs a brain trust i I think that 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 would have worked a lot better because as it stands i don't think a lot of people were happy with this list but you know it is what it is it is what it is there's not much that we could you know that we that we we could glean from this like i don't even know if there's anything that you could do to improve it i was thinking like well we should we should do like a our own tierology but i was like no this is just dumb because then we'd have to use the actual you know we'd have to use the actual uh the the grades and i'm just not down to do that i don't want to do that at all so so yeah those Um, are not tiers by the way but yeah i mean right they're grades and you're putting the and, and the thing is with the grades is that you're just putting the A, B, C, D where it, where it really should be. With tiers, it's like solid this, solid that, solid that. It has to have an S tier, bro. You gotta have an S tier on the on the tiers, bro. It's just just the way it works. Um we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about a lot about the main shows this week. So uh much to the chagrin of meals. It's gonna be very raw and smackdown centric this week. So after the break on the A show. Wait, 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 we gotta wait for the cops to fucking <laughs> <laughs> running by what is going on are they are they going to be upset it's brooklyn baby on? it just I is i think they're they're uh they're escorting uh a certain return back to raw so we're going to talk about they that might be after. escorting cardi b out for trying to she might take a thing at lacey evans for what just happened on twitter but we'll get into that next on the a show well i'll be damned Mark Henry in the flesh, the world's strongest man in the flesh. You know, I, I've been meaning to catch up with you today. Um, I wanted to let you know that as of right now, I am officially entering myself in the 2021 Royal Rumble match. And I was curious if you did the same already. Oh, well, after all the years and years of wear and tear, I see that that's impossible. You'll probably never compete in a Royal Rumble match again. You know, something else crossed my mind. You know, tonight is Legends Night, after all. It's a very important night. Got a lot of legends here. And here is Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, showing up on a scooter. How fast does that thing go anyway? Hopefully fast enough to get away from your ass. Before you go, I was hoping maybe we could reminisce a little bit about years past, the good old days, back when you used to run with the Hall of Pain and you hit me with the world's strongest slam over and over and over. You know, I owe you a lot of receipts, a lot of receipts, Mark. And I was thinking to myself, maybe I'd give you a pass because it's such a special occasion tonight, Legends Night and all. I would give you a pass, but only if you pedal your ass on out of here. Or do you want me to strike right now? Do you want me to hit you where you're standing? Or do you want to pedal your ass on out of here? How about go? I'm giving you a pass. Go! Get out of here! Get out of here! Walk on out of here, Mark. Pedal on out of here. Scoot on out of here. Get out of my arena. I have never, ever, ever, ever been this green in my life. Did Mark Henry read it? <laughs> they didn't have to all right so here's what they could have done here's what they, and i know we're not talking about raw yet they could have had mark like scoot off screen and like randy like just pan in on randy a little bit more nah they had to follow this grown-ass man this 300 pound large man forlorn forlorn scooting away 
on yeah, national I, television. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, okay, they got they had to spin something out with with uh, with Mark clearly having some type of surgery or, or having a, some sort of injury. But I was like, Randy was on fire all night. Let's just like you know we'll get he to that. Was. He was on fire all night. <laughs> We, we'll get to it on because I also have thoughts of like how that thing went down. But let, yeah, let's talk about the shows. Let's let's get into the shows. Yes, uh, it is. It is. You know, it was a new year, new me on SmackDown on Friday. I thought it was a good show. Not gonna lie to you. SmackDown was all right. Let me actually try to remember it now. Um, SmackDown. It wasn't a bad show at all. It wasn't a bad show. I was a little bit off put. By the lack of return of Seth Rollins, because I was expecting him, whether people believe that he should be coming back to work or not. I was I was looking forward to Seth Rollins come back, but maybe they're saving Seth Rollins for another date. But it was a good show. It kept me um it it didn't it wasn't as it didn't give me as sports entertainment as Raw was, because I thought Raw was the better show this week. Oh but wow. SmackDown, it did a good, yeah, yeah. I thought Raw was the, Raw kept me very sports entertained this week. Like it, it just buried, did. You heavily buried the lead with that because I was like, you probably just thought Raw was just a show. I thought that SmackDown was slightly better this week. Oh wow, the police coming to get me? Oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, they're they coming to pick up Lacey now too. They go. Oh, okay. So SmackDown <laughs> to me, even if it did have a a really crazy bait and switch, and I, I you know, I continue to be intrigued, even though I, it, it's like a hate watch with the KO Roman stuff, right? Where it's like, I don't like how this is going, but it's intriguing anyway because KO is working so damn hard, and Roman is completely with it. Absolutely, and I think the ending was kind of it's very very different. I mean. The end result being KO gets his ass whooped again, but the end result being Kevin Owens just taking his destruction to higher heights and actually going into the crowd, the virtual crowd, and getting thrown off of it, I thought was a much it it was I don't say new, but in after weeks and weeks of getting his ass kicked, I guess it was like a newer version of it. Like, oh, let's let's throw him off of something this week. Let's not just do the chairs thing this week. Um <laughs> Little peeve, my peeve. I'm not sure if you saw this on Twitter. The handcuffs, ridiculous. Yeah. What, Why were they what so- was the point of? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Why were the handcuffs so long? It's it like- didn't. The fact that Jay ha- Jay picked up two chairs with both hands and handed one to Roman Reigns with handcuffs on is <laughs> just ridiculous. It's like that defeats the purpose of the handcuffs. One, I didn't know why. Um, I don't know why Kevin Owens didn't make sure his hands were tied behind his back instead of in front of him. Houdini um, was definitely like, "What are y'all niggas doing?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he tied him to the ropes, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. He could just beat him up by the rope." And and if he had left him by the ropes, he would have never got his ass beat by both of them. Um. But then he wanted to drag him to go meet Roman as well. And, you know, if he wanted the smoke, the smoke was definitely brought to him because Roman Reigns materialized out of thin air. Maybe he's just waiting. (laughs) Maybe he's just waiting in the LED crowd all night. Who knows? Um, But my man showed up and laid hands and feet on this uh, on this on on KO. This white man. And normally I would not be opposed to a white man getting beat up, but. No, it's just something about this. Seems just like week a, after week. Yeah, it's, it's 
It's just week after week, though. As a family, you know, like, <laughs> I don't making want... memes of it. They putting Roman Reigns in a do rag and a chain and and uh and doing all types of shit. Oh my god, yeah, it, it, it just was what it was. Um, can we can we talk about another thing on SmackDown this week? I wanted to talk about the the stupid bait and switch that they did with okay. B. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. So let's do it. Oh, yeah, that that was a P for me. Maybe I did like Raw better because it didn't have any dumb bait and switches. Um, I, I didn't like that. I thought you 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 want to give Biggie as many title opportunities as possible. I think the Apollo Cruise thing is intriguing if they're finally going to go through with the Apollo Cruise heel turn, which um would be ill advised. <laughs> he should have did it. He should he should have did it and just joined the Hurt business. <laughs> he gonna get. It. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't even know why you're getting the shot. To be real with you, but oh <laughs> to be real with you, if I had to say something about, I mean, Apollo Cruz, you're great, fantastic guy. I'm not sure why he's getting in a Intercontinental Championship match. It's a case of right place, right time. Um, am I looking forward to it? I don't even know. <laughs> Surprise it'll be, me. It'll be cool because it's a first time match. Um, and yeah. I think that's a big deal. Um, I, I mean, it, it is, it is very, very, you know, cool to see, see those two guys go at it. But however, uh, Sammy Zane's weighing in the looms though. So he probably gonna fuck that match up. Yeah. I, it's, it's for sure going to happen. I could definitely see a, a, a triple threat match. Um, I, I'm not done with Sammy and Biggie yet, to be honest with you. I think they could, they got a, they got a couple weeks out of that. Mm-hmm. No, I think so. I think so as well. I think we get they got they at least got another stipulation match at the Rumble if they want to go there, if they want to do a nice little false count anywhere type of match. Um, they got to think do, they got to do something crazy with that. No more ladder matches for Sammy. Leave him out yeah. of it. <laughs> no yeah. more. I agree. Let him I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, but it, I mean that part of SmackDown. I think the the the. The painful realization that Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura will be just in a tag team doing nothing for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah, that is just, weird. And again, like I'm, I'm less for Shinsuke because like I'm just glad my man's getting the bag. But Cesaro could definitely be in the mix for a biggie match, right? Yeah, I think Shinsuke could be too. To be honest with you, and it's not that uh, it's not that they're bad, and I'm sure they're like okay, we're making the best with what we got, but. You split up like eight tag teams over the last year, and somehow these two stayed together. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it is these it two. Is, it, it it is it is definitely like a, a SmackDown so thin, Mills. Like I don't I don't really know where I could put them at. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's better they're in a tag team because it's. Th- they will be showcased on television. I don't. I don't see much opportunities where Cesaro and Nakamura make the show in separate matches, and you know, unless they have actual programs going on, separate programs going on. So I completely see that. But it's just the realization. I came to this realization fact. I'm like, damn, one of them is going to have to get injured for the other to really kind of take off and have a career that the singles career that people actually kind of want from both of them. <laughs> and it's kind of sad. Because you don't want any of them to get injured. I don't know what would have what could happen. One of them have to get released or injured, but it seems like they're stuck in this tag team thing for quite some time. And 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 another thing as well, which which threw me off as well, the trajectory of Daniel Bryan and all of this, because 
one week and and it was you know it was broken down to me on twitter so now you know i i kind of get it now but one week he's fighting roman reigns and jay uso and the next week he's like cussing out Sami Zayn, and then the other week he's like hip thrusting with otis and it's like what are we doing here he having fun <laughs> I, I, don't, I, <laughs> I didn't think too much i didn't think too much of, of it i was like wherever he's needed to enhance the show they put him you know what i mean but but that makes me it makes me less likely to believe that he's going to be figured into a wrestlemania slot now he whoa, still whoa, could be whoa. remember in january he was tagging along with bray wyatt and then in, in uh in april he was in, in mania so they can they can heat him up whenever they want to I'm sure. I'm 100% sure they can. But it just, I'm I'm skeptical now. The fact that sometimes if you're too easy to use, they want to put you everywhere. Like KO. They throw KO on anything. KO was on SmackDown. Remember when he was on Raw and then he just had the KO show on SmackDown and then he had that thing with The Fiend, that match with The Fiend a week later? Yeah. Like, just because he's he's really, really good at everything and it's like, well, we need him to get this Fiend thing figured out with Alexa. Do you think we're being a little bit, you know, I like to say this a lot. Do you think we're being too precious with Darren Bryan? Like we're worrying way too much? Um, Me? You know what? It's not so much being precious as much as maybe it is a little precious, but I kind of want to see, you don't really see that from a lot of superstars of them kind of like jumping all over the place. And it's a double-edged sword because he could be like trapped in this vortex of one program with one person for like nine weeks. Mm-hmm. So it could be that. But also... It's a little bit of like I was feeling him in the road to maybe the Roman Reigns thing, and maybe that's still coming. So I was feeling that. And then I was like, okay, that's coming. Let's do that. And then he was like, oh, he pivoted to the Sami Zayn thing. And I was like, oh, I could see this happening. We could do this. It, nice little WrestleMania rematch thing, et cetera, et cetera. I could see that. Let's go to that. And then another week, it's like now he's thrusting with Otis. And it's like, well, I don't know if it's the Otis thing. I don't think it's the Otis thing. But I was just like, hmm. Okay. I mean, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's a little bit too much, the SmackDown thing. Now, you know, we also had, we also had uh, the Street Profits. They're they're really yeah. going hard on the Street Profits, Ziggler, Rude thing. They're going hard on it, but the, 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 the minor, um, the minor twist they're giving to the story, I think really worked for me. And that these guys are so unbeatable that they had to cripple one of them to give themselves a chance <laughs> to have Good. a yeah, like. I thought that you know, I I thought that uh, it was really nice. I'm not, you know what? Like, I thought I'd be really mad about it. I'm not really mad about this view at all. I'm not mad about it either because I think even on paper, when you look at it, there's such um, there's such foils to one another, and they look like they represent like two. You can just look at them and you're like, okay, I could see why they would hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just because of race or something. But it's like, it clearly, it looks like two different lifestyles clashing. You know what I'm saying? So you at least see that on paper and you're like, okay, that works. Um, them taking it up to the next level, that works because that's what you should do. Like, if you can't beat them, hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so I'm for that. I'm wondering now at this point, let me ask you a question. Do you go with the Street Profits because they're approaching in about one month's time, a little bit more than a month, they'll have approached a full year as tag team champions. I mean, it's switched from Raw to SmackDown, but they'll have held tag team championships for an entire year straight. Do you go with that 
accomplishment or do you have them lose it to Rude and Ziggler and let's uh let's try to figure out a division somehow yeah you 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 bounce it back and forth i think they need to, they they can do the the length of time they need to do the number of reigns now like they just gave mm-hmm. Drew a second reign you know what i'm saying they they could right. do that with the profits i think that would be very uh, a very good thing to have on their campaign as far as like i mean just being a decorated tag team I see them as wanting them to be not like better than the New Day, but a team that does it a different way than the New Day did. And there's definitely a, mm-hmm. a way to do that with the way with the uh, the way they book shows now and stuff like that. I really think that they're going to beat them on Friday, <laughs> and I think that there's gonna they're gonna have to like have another tag team come up or something. Like it is so weird that there have only been what two call ups in the last year. Yeah. So I mean, I would, in the last maybe like six months, like six, they've 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 called up Keith Lee, they one, called up um, Matt Riddle, two, they tried to call up Chelsea Green. <laughs> That's third, but but you know they they used to do large spanning call ups back in yeah, the day. It so, used to be you could set your watch to it. Yeah, so I would expect if I was to guess, and since they have everything sorted out, possibly that there would there could be an influx of new call ups very soon. I mean, but who would you call up? Like the NXT tag team division isn't uh it, it was like my man Cyrus said. It was like <laughs> it's the undisputed era, and then there is a large gap between <laughs> who's like next great tag team on that roster. You gotta you gotta call up at least half of the, the era then, right? Like you gotta call up someone. I think the the big thing here is that like the Vikings being out has really caused such a a, a disruption here. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you could always count on them having a match. And now that they're right. gone, it is definitely there's a huge hole in the division. I said this when they when when uh when Ivar got injured, and then Eric, you know, is now chasing the 24-7 title. Like they need to come back strong. And they're saying Ivar was will be he an F on the chart. Was he an F on the chart? Let me take a look. He's not even on the chart. <laughs> Damn. See, see, see how see how it happens. Um no, you're 100 percent right. I agree. I I agree. Also, uh Angela Dawkins falling over, falling over on a drum set just made me laugh so fucking hard for whatever That's reason. So great. They're so great, bro. I, I've, um, I've let's talk about the ladies a little bit because the ladies they're getting time on SmackDown. I mean, a lot of them are getting time. Um, they had two separate tag team matches featuring about nine women on the show, and also a sommelier, sommelier, a back uh, one, a backflip in sommelier. Listen. <laughs> let me stop <laughs> Reggie. he ain't so Reggie alright it ain't Reggie it ain't listen, Reggie right now he, he out here he doing it he doing it listen it's it's hard I'm I'm glad to see these role kind of switch of where it's where it's a men, man in the woman's corner and he's the one who's costing them all the matches and also taking all the bumps come on now like, you don't feel like they keep doing the same thing with Carmella by giving her a male counterpart that like almost always like kind of overshadows her at times Yes, but that's because they have no idea what to do with her. <laughs> and she's good at these type of things. She yeah, just like, good, she's good at playing off of people. I think her gimmicks really work. They really pop when they play off of someone as opposed to her trying to sell you this thing on a promo for two weeks. It, it really it, it helps um, with the actual image of it. And, you know, you had the fun loving Carmella with R Truth, and then you had the very Staten Island Carmella with, you know, Enzo and Big Cass. And you had the kind of like dominant champion 
you know, with um, Ellsworth. And, you know, now you're trying to get over this new gimmick of where she's untouchable and she's kind of high class and she has a sommelier named Reginald and all this other stuff like that. I think it just she's good playing off of people. Yeah. But when he and did I'm that, not sure when he did that backflip, when he did the backflip, I was like, oh, uh, James Ellsworth all over again. I was like, That's all people are going to be talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I mean, I hope he has a career. I mean, I remember you used, used to seeing him in the PC. He was definitely in the crowd on the PC. Yeah. He used to have all those NXT shows and stuff like that. So I'm glad he's getting some, you know, main roster shine, able to show off a lot of athletics, hopefully meet a few people. Uh, say hello to Vince a couple times, get himself a slot on the main roster or something like that. But yeah, it's a it's a good look. It's a good look for him. And then we also had the other women's match. Um, the Riot Squad. Okay, let's say this. My favorite part of SmackDown right now, without a doubt, Billy Kay. Billy Kay, yeah. She's she is... One. She's just... It's just good. It's just good shit. And she's making something that's very small and minute and couldn't have, and could have just lived on the internet, quite honestly. And we could have never seen it on thing. And everyone could have been like, oh, we need more Billy Kay on SmackDown. We need more Billy Kay. But they're taking a chance with it. Um, we saw a tag team match between the Riot Squad versus Tamina and Natalia, who probably should have been a tag team like five years ago. <laughs> uh, and Billy Kay, she comes out with. Well, she's seemingly coming out by herself. This was, it just threw me off, but it was just so fucking funny. Because she seemingly comes out by herself, and it's uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves are like, okay, let's see who she's coming out with next. And it's like, Tamina. And it's like, oh, it's Tamina. And then Tamina looks at her like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And then Natalia comes out, and it's like, and then I'm slowly realizing, she's not even in this match. What the fuck is going on? here so she ends up switching go ahead what what they do here with her that's really cool is that they did what we always say wrestling booking and creative should do and that is accentuate what these people are good at and use them in that way so Mm -hmm. if billy k is the best wrestler and i think it's all it's admitted that we don't think that she is why don't we use her in a different capacity and they're finally doing that and to me it's working so let her manage Better manage some of the women and some of the men. I think that, that that would be a really cool, you know, thing for her. And then when you when you want to get her in the ring, it'll be like the manager, like Melina, getting to the ring back in the day when you know what I'm saying like I when she was with Eminem and stuff like that. And I think that that's what works for Billy. Like we don't always need Sasha Banks. We don't always need a Charlotte. We need someone that can entertain you sometimes too. And I think Billy Kay is that. She's so fucking entertaining. I'm looking at her now, just laughing my ass off. And she she has great backstage segments, great on the mic. She just keeps you laughing. And you know when you, she gets into the ring, people want to gonna want to see her get her ass kicked or something along those lines. Like she's she's good. She's good at what she does. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I, that's I think, me. Yeah, that's uh, my thing. I think that's SmackDown there. Do, what, what are you thinking? Uh, you thinking Roman KO all kind of anywhere? Last man standing. Yeah, some little stipulation. Some they gotta get Jay out of there somehow. The plan should be remove Jay from the equation. That should be the plan. Mm-hmm. How KO is gonna do that if he keeps getting his ass kicked every week? I'm not sure. I I I don't know. He, he, is he like got his the, ass kicked the, twice last week and then once again this week. 
It has so. to end sometimes. He can't keep getting away with this. Um, Raw Legends Night. Mm. Did, did you like the lineup of Legends <laughs> on Legends Night? Here's my beef with Legends Night. <laughs> oh, here's my beef with Legends Night. The Legends can't just be NPCs in the background. Like, as much as I know. You know, people don't want them highlight on televisions. A lot of the new acts. I saw Ali on Raw Talk. I, 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 I completely feel what he's saying. But let's add something to the show a little bit. You know, let's create something. If we're doing Legends Night for one time a year, one week out of the year, let's do something special. I believe fully Melina should have came out with Lucha House Party. I mm-hmm. believe that Mark Henry should have came out with her business or something along those lines. I believe in that opening to Raw, they could have done something where Ms. TV, they're interviewing one of the legends, someone who can work, one of them who left who can work. Um, and they're interviewing one of the legends, and then New Day comes out. Teddy Long books a six-man tag, and he's like, and here's going to be your partner, and out comes New Day's partner, The Big Show. And I think you have a there's such a way where you can incorporate legends much more differently than oh look it's Melina backstage oh look it's Tori Wilson talking to um, Nikki Cross like I think you could have done I mean if they can work they can work but at least have them out in the ring and let at least showcase them in a different way and not just give everyone the same kind of you know introduction. Yeah, because if they were thinking that this was going to get them ratings, I don't think that if you were to tune in or flipping channels that you would have seen any of the legends because they weren't out in the ring until the main event. You know what I mean? Well, like, well, you, know, <laughs> well you know someone who did see the legends. Who? One Bel Calice, uh Cardi B. Yes, he did. You got to talk about Cardi B. Uh, there was a I segment. Think she was the real winner of Legends Night on Raw. <laughs> Well, there was a segment with uh, with Angel Garza and Tori Wilson, who looks great. She looks like she hasn't aged the damn day. She's um, pretty good, yeah. And she told Angel that Cardi B was in basically the green room or something like that, and to go over there and go give your rose to her. That was an ongoing storyline throughout the night. But but also mentioned, I'll, I want to I want to give a small tip. Also mentioned Ariana Grande and somebody else. I forget, but obviously those two don't have the social media candor. To take advantage of this opportunity like Cardi B did. But go on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as this was happening, of course, Cardi is getting WWE tweets. And she's like, what's going on? Because Cardi, of course, responds <laughs> to everything that happens on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, so that becomes a whole thing where she's saying, you know, I, I watch. You know, she's talking about the era of wrestling in which she's watched. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she didn't come up on Hulk Hogan. She didn't come up on, on Stone Cold. She came, she came up in, like, the Ruthless Aggression era, which I thought was really Clearly, funny. she came up on SmackDown on the CW. Yeah. <laughs> I was SmackDown like, on CW for sure. He was watching, like, the Teddy Long era SmackDown, right? So Absolutely. Um, so we talked about that. And at the end of the show, uh, or after the show airs, Lacey Evans, of course, um, who is very online. If there's one thing you can say about Lacey Evans, she is very fucking online. Why uh, was she getting her coochie fan on? <laughs> I, I I had to leave. I had to unstand her. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it was the quickest unstand ever. I think it was 24 hours that I was. I came in here ready to say good things about Lacey Evans, but she fucked it up. 
she listen and listen she's untethering herself from that weird character the, the lady yes. she which i'm glad you see it too is smart because she's able she'll be able to do more i'm, I'm hoping she went and told bruce or whoever like i can't fucking do this anymore like <laughs> this is stupid I, it doesn't work as a face and it's really one note as a heel so i'm not gonna do it anymore yeah no one wants to see 1940s pinup girl in 2021 like it was fine now it's not like let's go that's like some fetish shit like we don't want to see that um yeah. so I, I i do commend her for for at least doing that however you know she did cause cardi to well she she had she added and this is still going on right now as we're as we're recording she added oh my god uh, go on twitter she added Nikki and said, "Hey, we're not Nikki over here. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, you know, pull up to to wrestling, like you'll you'll leave with a black eye." And Cardi said, "You know, a white woman could never scare me." And she was like, "I I was trying to show WWE love, and now you guys are fucking doing all this, bet." And then she deleted it because I think Cardi realized that you know this is all in character. Lacey responded about ten minutes ago saying, "Cardi B, you got it all wrong." I heard debut and was giving you a friendly heads up. But since you want to be a badass, keep me in mind when or if you show up to WWE, I'll kick your ass. Oh, you clean that up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll kick your ass while listening to your music. But isn't this the type of stuff that they're hiring all of these, you know, um, you know, they're hiring all of these people for like the, they just hired a new woman for creative writing uh, just yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. They're hiring a lot of people that are into this type of engagement because they know if you keep doing this, you'll get attention. And people are getting upset saying, Lacey, she fucked it up. She fucked it up for everyone. I'm like, no, Lacey's doing what you do now. And that is you cause fervor online. And then, you know, there's someone from WWE reaches out and says, hey, this was kind of, we had something here. What do you think about this? That's what, that's Absolutely. how it works. Here's where I'll say that it, the signals got crossed and where it got fucked up. She could have did that without mentioning Nicki Minaj. Nikki was absolutely the reason why Cardi responded the way she did. <laughs> absolutely. Because if you had not put in Nicki Minaj, I mean, maybe she wouldn't have responded. Who knows? Um, but if she had not put in Nicki Minaj and saying, like, to insinuate that Nicki Minaj beat up Cardi B, you know how rappers are. Rappers are very sensitive. We don't get beat up around here. And <laughs> then also, you come, you you raise the thing of now you're introducing barbs who are now flocking to her account and, and all this other stuff, if she responds in any kind of way, you know, mentioning Nicki Minaj or anything to Nicki Minaj, you're inciting a whole bunch just by saying that. She could have got that 100% across without saying Nicki Minaj. She could have even mentioned the same thing and just not had added Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was uh, ill-advised, I will say, but not without... I mean, I, I'll say it's ill-advised, but it's not without merit. And I think that the people who are looking at... They're looking at it through, they're not looking at it through the right lens. And this is, a, this is literally how these types of partnerships work. It is, we had a testy thing happen. WWE's bean counters will see, hey, we got a lot of engagement from engaging with this rapper. Who are people like her? Who are people that we could get on the show that are like her? We just had Booker T on the Bad Bunny thing. That video did like 6 million views in one day. How yeah. do we, and then you saw the pictures on their Instagram and their Twitter and stuff like that. Like, that is how you do brand partnerships. And I think that that's like something that's lost on, you know, a lot of people because AEW did it with Snoop. Uh, now WWE, they, they, you know, they do it with a countless people all year. They did it with like that girl from The Bachelor or something like that, with the, the white woman that we didn't know who she was. 
that must have that must have popped something for them. I don't know what it was behind the scenes, but it must have got people to watch because around that time the Bachelorette was coming on. So that you know that, that was that's how it was lining up. So I will say, Lacey is good for cleaning up that tweet. The one I just read, she's good for clean for cleaning it up there. I'm pretty sure someone said, "Keep going, keep going, keep going," because you don't stop. Do not stop. Yeah, you have to continue this on. Because if Cardi engages the way that they want them to, or her team reaches out and says, what the fuck is this? Then you explain what it is. And then you say, hey, we got this much engagement. You got this much engagement. What do you want to do with this? Because it, it, I don't think tweets are going to stop them from you know, working together. It just, it's just not how it works. Absolutely. Well, she, you know what? She gave props to Sasha Banks on Twitter. Yes. She gave props to, I mean, Trish engaged with her in a very polite way, but she received the thing. I think you you can at least do that. You can paint a little picture or something like that. You could have had Bailey call her a ding dong or whatever the hell it is or something along the lines. And maybe she did. And I haven't seen it. Um, but clearly, Cardi B is the winner of Legends Night. No legend that was out there got as much engagement or any attention as Cardi B did on uh, on Monday Night Raw. So. Maybe that's something. Maybe we do celebrities and bring celebrities back and not be class celebrities like they used to do in the past. Well, yeah, I could definitely see it happening. Um, there's a there's a bag with WWE. I think you look at the valuation and where they stand and mm-hmm. they absolutely see where you could go there. I absolutely believe influencers will 100%, 100% take a Superman punch to the face <laughs> on national television. Jake Paul. And <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um and everyone would be like, what is going on here? Uh, let's talk about Raw. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of winners on Raw. Uh, namely, one of them being Matt Riddle. Him and him and Lash finish. Man, what a good finish, right? Like, that was a really good finish. I think it protected Bobby, but also set it up because we want to see the real match. We want to see the mm-hmm. match finishers. Still kept the Hurt Lock uh, strong, but also continued this downward spiral for the Hurt business that we've honestly been waiting for. This is the first time Bobby's been pinned in, I want to say, five, six months. Right. Um, I also thought the match was was just a banger. I, th- I think Riddle works very well with a lot of the people on Raw. Uh, I think Bobby was game, and I think his power moves on Riddle, like the selling and all that stuff, it, it, it worked. Like the, when, he, when he threw him to the, uh, the, the ring post and he did that little spin, I was like, okay, that looked like some strong style type shit. Yeah, I think it. I, I think it's a great match in the future. I don't know if it happens on Raw. I don't have, know if it happens at the Royal Rumble, but they've been building this match for quite some time. They had this one-on-one encounter. It proved to be good thus far. I think they could do good business together, you know, in in the future. And I, like you said, the ending just protected both, and it was just so good and creative, as opposed to like distraction finish by somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. It was just, I thought it was really good. I, that's why I thought this Raw was pretty good because it also had um, it had a couple matches that surprised me. And one, namely, I'll say, was that Charlotte and Oscar versus Lacey Evan and Peyton Royce. Oh, my God. Which is why I was like... That, well, okay. <laughs> my peeve with this match. My peeve with this match. Sure. They waited two weeks before they started the, Char- the Charlotte heel turn. I don't know if it's a Charlotte heel turn. I think she just wants her dad out of i think charlotte does dislikes losing um i don't know if it's a heel turn because if they're continuing this lacey evans rick flair thing which i think they should because she's she's getting out of that gimmick i think you want to reintroduce her with a very powerful program and especially it's a program with charlotte flair and it's one that doesn't necessarily have to circulate around 
like the women's championship with Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of really good as well. I think um, I think the Lacey Evans Ric Flair kind of flirting, her scolding her dad because her dad's been a player for God knows how long, and knowing that it kind of ruined the match. Well, she fl- she flew off the handle, <laughs> like she, ridiculous. That's why I was like she went a little too hard. <laughs> Get out! No, <laughs> he's just like damn. I'm old. Um, but I thought it was good business, and I thought this match was better. I don't want to say better than any right it had to be, because I think everyone in this match can go to an extent. However, I didn't expect them to give them as much time and as much liberty to go as hard as they all went in this match. Two, so I want to give the props two, to all of them in this match. Two commercial breaks in this match. Um, mm-hmm. Another weird thing was Asuka completely disappearing <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Yeah, she just told you, stay out, the, stay out the way, stay out the way. We're doing something here. She didn't even walk, she didn't even walk to the back with Charlotte. <laughs> she, just, she was just didn't gone. even miss, miss Grandpa. Just like, you ruined my match too, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even care. I, I, again, I don't want Asuka to be secondary in this. And if she is not the, if she's not the program for Charlotte, which all signs are pointing to it being a larger program, but um, if she's not the program, or if this is the program that is the stopgap to her and Asuka, I'm fine with that. But right. don't leave Asuka on the on the outskirts. Put her with Shayna, put her with with someone else in the meantime, and then you get back to Charlotte in uh, in April. So, I agree. I agree. Oh, um, I think we should also talk about something that was kind of a uh, very cool about this Monday Night Raw. Um, and, and we're touching a little bit on everything, you know, um, this AJ Styles versus Elias thing. So is AJ a face again or what are we doing? He's definitely a face again. And I'm definitely have an issue. I have an issue with, I have an issue with them doing this match again, two weeks in a row and tipping fate because you, you did a good job first time. <laughs> and then <laughs> you did so it again. Funny. I find that so funny. <laughs> like, like, don't test it too much because you know it could go wrong. I know you're AJ Styles, but but you know ended up being a good match, and he won again, clean. So, like, what <laughs> what are you doing here with this match? But um, I don't want this to be an opportunity where Jackson Riker gets more TV time and is getting a push. Like, I just really I think that's just very ill advised and and very tone deaf on their part. I mean, I'm sure they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they don't care. Almost his kick blew my mind. It just, I was like, wow. Because, and it's not so much the kick, because the kick was very, like, you know, tame. But the fact that he obliterated an entire guitar, I was like, wow. Almost. Almost. Hey. They've been building, they've been building up to several moments. This was like, it's not the moment. But it's one of these steps on the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's clearly we're heading somewhere with him where he has more action. And I'm pretty sure I have a feeling he's not going to get into the ring until WrestleMania. He's going to beat the shit out of uh, Jackson Riker. And I'm here for it. If that's where it's leading Let's to, it. give me that. Just just do, a, do an unsanctioned match where he can uh, he can just do a closed fist and I'll be good with it. I agree. I agree. Um, oh, what happened? Happened? Uh, uh, well, we, let's talk about, let's talk about before, sorry, did you, is there anything you want to touch on? Cause I wanted to touch on before we get to the main event, the whole Randy Orton. That's where uh, I was going. That's where I was okay. going. Him and Jeff Hardy had a good match. 
wow like really and i was just like <laughs> i was like what is going on here <laughs> so, me and meals have the psychic connection lately and i don't know where it's coming from but uh, i don't think i like it it's we don't read each other's raw tweets you don't I, read each I, other I he tweets too late i tweet too early it's a it's a thing so <laughs> i thought they had a really good match but i always think that they have pretty solid matches we're going way back to their hell in a cell in 2018 this was no mm-hmm. different I thought Jeff was actually really motivated as well. But even before the match throughout the night, Randy was giving really great promos. And this is setting up, to me, to possibly a cinematic match at Royal Rumble between Randy Orton and The Fiend. No, well, Randy Orton has already thinged himself into Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He declared himself for the Royal Rumble, so he's into the Royal Rumble. But I, I agree. Well, I don't know what they're doing. First of all, last week, how did you feel about the ending with Alexa Bliss gasolining herself and trying yeah. to get lit on? Hilarious. Hilarious. It was Hilarious. fucking... Rip-roaring, rip like... rip-roarious laughter from this household. <laughs> <laughs> when she poured that lemonade on her head. Yeah, I was just like, LOL. Um, you know what? Let me not even say it. I get enough trouble for uh, saying stuff on this show. While um, while their one is is people saying if this was a, another year Randy Orton would have would have burned her without hesitation and I was like but then they made a storyline out of the fact that he hesitated <laughs> so I was like yeah you you guys are absolutely right he he did not like that no he didn't like it at all so much that he went up to Big Show and tried to antagonize him <laughs> to which Big Show was like I'm not falling for it. But and then he's like, since I couldn't get Big Show, now I'm going to harass Mark Henry, <laughs> <laughs> and successfully does so, makes him scoot off screen, and then he's like, you know what's always good? Antagonizing Ric Flair. That always makes me feel something. It's I need a pregame for my match. Let me call him an old washed up fart with a. Let me tell him his daughter <laughs> way better than he ever was. That'll work. <laughs> I feel much better now, is what he said. I finally got all that. I didn't burn someone on national TV angst out of my uh, out of my soul, and now I feel better for causing and wreaking havoc on Monday Night Raw. Um, did kill I, a legend? I, I maybe I, verbally killed him. I just love that all the legends were like I ain't fucking with you. Like they, <laughs> they were like, go ahead, nah. yeah. go ahead, nah. I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, Twenty years, I've seen it. You know, I've seen what you do. <laughs> um let's do this let's do this quick before we get to the main event who was the legend that you felt top three legends who probably looked the best tory like tory look yeah tory was great melina who is melina. Back, who, who is signed right she she is bad no she's not signed okay it's the other lady who's signed i'm surprised they didn't have even marie show up on the legend <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. Um, you know, I've heard I've heard rumblings that she is absolutely signed. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's gonna so, it, it's gonna hit different when she shows up on Raw <laughs> at the Royal Rumble and fucking throws Asuka over the top or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, so Melina, Tori. Uh, Teddy Long got a bunch of shit on his face. I don't, I don't think he looked good. Um, Mickey James looked great. I don't even know why she's a legend. She just she just lost to Oscar like three months ago. 
I think um, my my last legend that looked good would probably be who who oh Big Show looked good. He looked great. I think he's he slimmed down a lot. He looked, he looked really Big good. Big Show looks great. Well, yeah. Tatanka in full gear? Does that, that ever explain? Well, <laughs> Tatanka believes that Donald Trump is still our president. That's why he still believes that he should be wearing that gear. <laughs> the less said about that, he was but, oiled up and everything. I was like, you think people are not going to recognize you? Probably not. I, but. I know Biggie looked at him and said, take that monkey shit off. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my shit God. Off. I mean, Alicia Fox was there. Alicia Fox, always a. And shout out to her. For, shout out to her for coming back and, um, you know, and being in better spirits and being in a better space than she was when she left. So shout out to her. Yeah, I agree. Tad it up, too. Shout out to her. Yeah, I um, did. Carlito didn't show up. I was very disappointed. That's uh, so funny because they it seems like they really do hate him. And then they announced him and he still didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he hates them. <laughs> um, X-Pac was supposed to show up. Did you hear X-Pac's explanation for not showing up? No, what happened? He said, they bring me back on every legend shit ever. <laughs> Everyone's tired of me. I'll just skip this one. He essentially was like, I'm skipping this one because they bring me back all the fucking time. And also, like, there's so many restrictions for bringing pets on planes now. Um, and he just doesn't want to leave his dog. So yeah, His dog had a, had a uh, surgery or something uh, last year. I remember seeing yeah. it. Doesn't want yeah. to leave. He didn't want to do that. So, you know, fair, fair. And also Candace Michelle didn't show up if anyone was looking for her. Um, main event time. Whew. They let Is Keith this classic Keith. Well, here's the thing that we've been saying: they have Keith play monster so that he doesn't burn himself out. And when you see stuff like the Spanish fly, the flips, the power bombs on the table, they mean more mm-hmm. and meant so much more in this match because Drew was game for it. This match was fantastic. If 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 I hadn't seen one of the matches on Wrestle Kingdom today, it would be a match of the year contender. <laughs> It was a match of the year contender for me. <laughs> yeah, it was a match of the year contender for me for about 12 hours. It's still <laughs> number two. It's the be- well, okay, I'll give you this. It's the best TV match of the year so far. There you go. There we go. Wait, that's that's, so that's the Wednesday's on Wednesday, though. So, yeah, uh... <laughs> so the, the, the top of the wrestling year is always funny because there's always really great matches. And we don't want to forget about them by the end of the year, right? So it's like we I want to make sure that we remember these TV matches, these because remember 2020, we had the Ray Andrade series, we had a bunch of like Seth matches that were really good, a bunch of like Alice right. that were good. And then by the end of the year, we forgot all those shit happened because there's just so much content. Right. So I want to remember these matches before the end of the year. I agree. Wow. I mean, you're 100 percent right. We gotta figure a way how to. And I think, you know, it'll probably end up. Gosh, we really got to figure a way how to remember all these matches by the end of the year. Um, but it was a fantastic match. It's a main event that's worthy of the main event title of the WWE Championship shot. And uh, I think if there was a crowd there, they would have went up 10 million times more. And, I, you know, I hate to bring up the crowd thing, but I just think, you know, this was worthy of all the holy shit, this is awesome, et cetera, et cetera. All the shit that didn't actually pipe in. Um, but at the conclusion of the match, we got a very special surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, the ultimate legend of all legends. <laughs> Clearly, they were saving him. Um, Bill Goldberg returns 
Uh, hold on, hold on. Monday Night Raw. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. This t- this came on my TV. I don't know if it came on yours. It came on my TV. No, <laughs> clearly did it. Uh huh. You know we came for two. Yeah. Big knocking on my butt. Yeah. What are you speaking to? Uh huh. Baby, go come and meet me. Mm-hmm. Big knocking on my butt. The beat went off. Yeah. Then the beat went off. <laughs> <laughs> big Woo Bill returned to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> big Woo. It's been years since we've seen this type of action on Raw, bruh. Drew, Drew about to meet the Woo. Good for Drew. That's all I could say at the end of that match. I was like, good for Drew. He deserves the Bill Goldberg match. I was not spoiled on this, so. It was oh, like- good, because I was tempted to spoil you, and then I just didn't. Yeah, I was not spoiled on this, so I was legitimately surprised. Good for Drew. He deserves it. Um, I do hope we come back around to get the Roman match before Goldberg can't go anymore. But the violence in this match is going to be insane in Royal Rumble. I am, I'm watching Royal Rumble. <laughs> I was going to watch it, but I'm excited to watch Royal Rumble now. The, the, the spear versus the Claymore kick is the, is the is that shit. Okay, like that's what we want to see. Like win or lose, this makes Drew look fucking fantastic as a, as a baby face i think it's the smartest thing they could have done in terms of making him the guy i you you haven't seen a type of push like this since a cena or a roman and i think that i'm i'm very into this i agree i think goldberg and and we're i'm almost sure we're in the minority <laughs> <laughs> this because we're looking forward to this match even though everyone is like oh goldberg like are you dead ass um it is going to be a good match. Drew McIntyre does not miss. No. He just doesn't. He doesn't know how to. If he did, he would have, but he doesn't know how. Um, it is not in his DNA to miss. Him pulling out a great match against Goldberg is going to be great. And also, you have to look at this from a Drew McIntyre. This is the attraction match. This is Drew Mac. This is, I feel like, I don't want to say it's a reward. Oh, damn. Someone's speaking on a mic outside. I don't know if it's a reward, but... He's been doing such great work this year and having him face Goldberg. And there has been reports that this was decided like two days ago that he <laughs> was going to face Goldberg. Um, fair. Could have been Roman. Yeah. But I'm not mad at Drew either because this is the attraction match for Drew is what he needed to continue to solidify him as a guy on the show. It's to continue. This run is like. Unlike any run we've seen from a WWE champion since maybe, like, who else? Nobody. I, we could have said it. You know, Kofi got hamstringed by, like, a lot of really weird feuds that Drew mm-hmm. Drew managed to overcome because he just had good matches. Um, With with Drew, I can't. I haven't seen a run like this. I mean, you could say they, they might have given this to Finn at the time because you got to think when Finn won the Universal title before he got injured, they could have gave him Seth, KO, uh, Jericho, Roman, all mm-hmm. in a six-month time span. So it could have been him too, but we haven't seen this in years. We have not seen at least a new a new title holder like this in, in some years. It has to be like a decade right. since like Punk or, yeah. or, or, or Cena or something like that. Yeah, I would take Punk. No, Punk would be right. Punk gets the traction match against The Rock. He loses, mm-hmm. which I hope, I guess people are hoping doesn't happen to um, Drew. Um, but even if it does happen, I mean, I... I don't think it will happen. If you're asking me, I don't think it will happen. But um, it, it makes mania. Um, it makes mania interesting to me. 
if that happens because Drew ha- Drew has to overcome again to get there. And you know, I'm I'm a little peeved because I wanted it to be Keith. I wanted Keith to do something really cool, but you know, in due time he'll get there. This is Drew's time. I don't you don't want to cut his legs off yet. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do the Sheamus thing yet. You want to have Drew have his his moment in the sun. They are really stretching the Sheamus feud out. So I'm interested in seeing where that goes. But I, I do want to see Keith at least have a, a feud with someone. Uh maybe Matt Riddle in the next couple of next couple of months. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Whew. So that was uh Damn. that was raw. We did everything. We did everything, and this is like a super long show. So <laughs> you can't say that we don't uh, love you guys, uh, but by giving you giving you what you want, uh, of course, you know. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Next week we'll be, you know, once again giving you the latest and greatest in uh, pro wrestling. We have an episode of the as yet unnamed New Japan uh, show coming this week, reviewing <laughs> reviewing Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, nights one and two. I have to as soon as I get off of this, I gotta go running and finish night two so that me and Cyrus can get on the horn and, and talk about it. So, uh, definitely make sure you check that out. Make sure that you follow us at a show RNC. I am so glad that you guys engage with us every single week on Monday Night Raw, from Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all of that stuff. Meals, thank you once again for being the co host, being my host as well. I love you, bro. All right. Thank you, my friend. I hope the BMW is in my driveway soon as well. Oh, that's that's Vince McMahon paid for. Uh, I'm going to leave with one of my favorite songs today. I, I just keep listening to it. So until next week, for meals, I'm Justin. Wash your hands. Wear your damn mask. I I'm in Zalma, 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 I